Shay and Dunk. I uh, had a big weekend uh, in the South Island. Christchurch caught up with a couple of lads and uh, well, one of the boys had one of the most interesting starts to his day on Saturday. He'd been seeing this girl for a wee while and they parted ways amicably. Um, she was more into him than he was into her, let's say that. Mm. He's like, look, we're heading on. She goes, I need to see you on Saturday morning. Can you meet me at the cafe? It's like, mm. what's this about? Straight away, the line yeah, bells, eh? That's a red flag for me. But uh, he's a good bloke. And so he turned up and uh, sat down with this uh, young lady and she looked you know, a little bit upset and a little bit bewildered. And she said to him, everything that you want to hear on a Saturday morning from a person that you've just recently broken up with, she goes, um, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so hang on, hang on a second. Uh, we've parted ways, we've been, a, we've, we've, we haven't been together for a couple of weeks now and uh, you get me in on Saturday and, and, and tell me this. Have you ever been in that situation? No, I've never been in that situation. Can you imagine what the uh, the guy was like? He was like, he would have spat his coffee out and be like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I thought you just said you were pregnant. Hilarious. Yeah. Something, I had something. a big night last night. My ears are still ringing from the concert <laughs> I was going to. Funny. So, no, no, no. No, no. So pregnant. Yeah. Did it again. Same noise in my ear. Yeah. It sounded like you said you were pregnant. Um, yep, that happened to me in high school. Wow. Yeah, in sixth form, I think it was. And uh, one of the girls, or the girl I had been seen, um, and we'd broken up. <laughs> <laughs> well covered. <laughs> One of these, one of the ladies, one of the many. I was just like a fur spreader back in the day. Just call me Wheelands. And then she goes, she just your classic like walking past on the final day of the term. Goes, uh, by the way, I'm pregnant. I was like, <laughs> and just walked off. I was like, you bitch. And then, so what happened? Um, she let me sit right over the school holidays and then came and told me on like the third day back at school that she had made it up. She obviously wasn't quite right in the head. Oh my, that's not something you make up? And I was, yeah, I didn't, I was like, put me off for a while. Mate, so like, this is this is average. It'll keep it tucked away, won't it? Mm. You know, tarp it at all times. And that's exactly what this guy was thinking. Um, he's like, I've been to, you know, she said, yeah, I'm having a baby and it's yours. And he was like, oh my God. And to me, that would, that would make me panic like no other. Mm. Uh, this guy's a little bit different. He just laughed. He was like, ha ha, oh, classic. That's the best thing I've ever heard. And she's like, it's not funny. I'm pregnant. It's yours. And he goes, oh, jeepers. Okay. So, uh, just a couple of things I should probably let you in on. Uh, firstly, uh, after I had my other children, I had a vasectomy. She's like, well, that's. That sometimes they just bust through the tubes and they just keep going. He's like, I know. Um, but since then, I've also had testicular cancer and had both of my testicles removed, so it's actually medically impossible for me to have got a new pregnant. So if you're pregnant, not my problem. It's all yours. Oh, God. She was mortified. Did he have the silicon numbers put in? Yeah. Yeah, he had a, um, he had a, he had a replacement stone in there. Dr. Dr. John, who's on tonight, um, has talked about these before. So when you do have a testicle removed and you get the silicon number, they bring out a board uh, of all different size ones, and they just go from big to small, like yeah. little Louis Snifters, to the big eggs, and you just get to choose what you want. I'd be going. I would, I'd say, put me down for a merino ram. <laughs> I just want something pre getting put over the ewes. I just want something like I want a, a baby watermelon. <laughs> Of, just give me a couple of mangoes, mate. Let's get this trophy cabinet looking good. <laughs> so well oh, played, geez. well played on her behalf, but checkmate from him. That was probably one of the most enjoyable. Um, a lad that's had that conversation, probably one of the most enjoyable ones, because he knew he was safe, hundred yeah. percent safe the whole time. He'd sit back and enjoy. 
Jay and Tuck. So over in Christchurch over the weekend, we uh, we picked up an old one of those property magazines, and there was a real estate outfit that working for Hardcourts in Canterbury, and a team Griff. And you know what? I was like, these guys changing the game. Worth a mention on the radio show. Because mm-hmm. what uh, when you think of your classic. Um, real estate ad for houses when they try and um, dance around the, the bad bits of houses or whatever. Like They go, uh, cosy, when it means it's friggin' tiny. tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go like, work to be done. It's a massive pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited potential. <laughs> yeah. Could subdivide means bowl the front of the only house on the section because <laughs> it's no good. And, yeah, and then the other thing that real estate agents have kind of backed off a wee bit, but they went through a real period of... Um, Taking photos with the fisheye lens. Oh yeah, and you're like, what's that? What's that? That round table is just like almost oblong. Yeah, <laughs> it just makes sense. Houses, um, rooms within houses, and genitalia should never have um, <laughs> photos taken of it using a fisheye lens. It's massively disproportionate. So these guys are a little bit more honest with their approach, and I'm all about it because it's such a refreshing change. Just a bit of honesty. Um, I'm going to read out the three titles of listings I've got at the moment. Oh, um, as is, old as, where is. Passing the baton on. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. You, know, good. you just know what you're getting. This tired, this is the second one. This tired old queen needs some work. Oh, Mike, I love the honesty. And my favourite, as is, cheap and not particularly <laughs> cheerful. <laughs> And the th- I reckon that's, that, look, what, what is that what sell. they put on the picture? Is that what they put on the picture the, in front of the house? <laughs> yeah. The, and that just that's being classified honest. ad. It's just, yeah, it's so Team, good. Team gruff. Not pulling any punches. We what? say it how it is. We sell it how it is. I love it. I'm all about it. Good work. Keep up the honesty. Love it. Jay and Dunk. Jay and Dunk with you Monday afternoon. If you're like, man, today sucked. I hate my job. But, well, there could always be a little bit more on your plate. And that's what you sort of realise when we do this segment with Johnny K, our resident lawyer. And it's uh, it's interesting to listen to what's going on uh, across New Zealand and people's lives. 3520, keyword law, if you do have a question for Johnny K, and he'll try and help you out, get you out of the crap. First question for you, Johnny K. Hi, Johnny. I got a speeding ticket the other day from a roadside cop. Didn't know they existed, but apparently they do. I received the printed form in the mail, and on reading it, they have my occupation listed as being wrong and definitely not what I said to the friendly officer on the day. Does this make it invalid? Cheers, Bill. No, Bill. (laughs) Pay the bill. Done. Um, This is an early one. Me and my missus found out before Christmas that she was pregnant. We've since broken up. One of my legal rights to see the baby when it does come. Ah, very interesting. Um, My suggestion is that you, well, you can make arrangements by consent. Um, If you want formal arrangements, you need to make applications for parenting orders to the family court. Okay. Um, Another one here. As a person about to go de facto with my partner who has kids, is there anything I should be aware of? i.e. child support uh, and the impacts on me, etc. Yes, well, that's exactly right. So, um, excuse me, should you be in a a relationship of long duration, being three years or more, then both your liabilities and assets then become uh, subject to the equal sharing regime. Plus, notwithstanding the fact that they may not be your children or at this stage 
she has three and you, you don't have any with her, um, you still also become liable for some form of maintenance or liable parent contribution to the children should you uh, leave. So, wow. yeah, so um, there are lots of responsibilities. What I would suggest is a prenuptial agreement before you move in or at any time or put your own assets in trust. I mean, you may have children of your own, but they may, you know, you may not be joining, you know, that blended family. So there are a lot of things to consider. Go see a solicitor. Uh, g'day, guys. Johnny, is there any way to legally adopt my stepdaughters without their father's consent? He really pays child support um, and even quitting jobs to avoid IRD. I would really like to cut them out of their lives. Right. Uh, that's very hard to do, okay, without the consent of the father. It ca- can be done if they're essentially not part of the child's life. But the courts are loath to exclude, um, to, to adopt a child and exclude the biological parent, right? They believe that they, ha- you know, they should have some influence in their lives. So you can do it. You need a lawyer to do it. You need to go to the family court. But you have to prove effectively that they're, you know, at fault kind of thing. First question. Yep. This is a good one for you too, Dunk, since you're an ideas man. Mm. Yep. What's the best way to protect an idea you have whilst prototypes are being made and tested? Thanks oh, in advance, cool. team. The cheapest way to do this is put the plan or diagram in an envelope, send it to yourself, and never open it. So that it's got a stamp on it as to the date. It's sealed, and so um, that's the cheapest way to do it. Shit, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. All right, so do it that way. And never open it. Never open it, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could have some mates at the post office that could help you out for that. (laughs) (laughs) You could, uh, you know, wind back the stamp. (laughs) Get one printed from three years ago. Uh, 3520, keyword law. My wife got a $230 speeding ticket. She asked to see the radar reading, and he was unable to show her. Can she get off the ticket? She can get off it for different reasons. In fact, Jay is the expert on this. What is going on with your voice? Big weekend weekend on the darts. Clear clear your throat or turn your mic off. Go for gold. Barbecue food, I think. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I I have been told, and uh, this. Are you, be- do you want to say this on the radio? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, maybe we won't. Right. Yeah, I don't so really need you, it. Yes, you, you can contest it. The problem is, you know, their word is you know, the police uh, are taken at their word, and even though they might be speeding up to catch you, they say that was their top speed, which often it isn't. And unless they've got real um, radar, which unfortunately you're not entitled to the, you know, the maintenance records. So it's a real problem um, trying to get off speeding tickets now, but you can do it. So, but what you do is if you are stopped, go and check and um, go and just, just go and get, you know, um, take a, a camera shot of the uh, speed camera and, and check the, um, the, the, the radar and the main, any maintenance or dates so that you can confirm it and then you can ask them for I want the records for that particular machine. Yeah, I think the other thing is too that if you are if you're doing some ridiculous speed like I was be, I my speed was silly I was doing 140 kilometres so you kind of when you're debating that it's like mate well, you're is breaking that the a 40k zone no, no <laughs> admittedly it was in a 100k zone so it wasn't like oh, I was going right. past the school bus dropping kids off or something oh, right. but still if you're speeding you're speeding you get Busted speeding into silly. Pay the bloody fine. Yeah. yeah. Or just don't speed. Don't get pulled over. Don't, um, <laughs> Better option. Far be it from me to advocate any kind of criminal offence. Yes. 
but don't do more than 20 kilometres over the speed limit because then you get into all sorts of problems. Yes. Someone just texted in. She's a lot of traffic stuff in this segment. Um, on the ticket from a cop, my sister got a hefty speeding ticket, but the number plate was incorrect on the ticket. Is it still valid? Okay, What? yes, you can challenge it, but they can also amend the charge once they realise the number plate that you were driving. But uh, my suggestion is, well, plead not guilty and, you know, take your chances. Yes. Another one here uh, from Mike. Does defamation include spoken words or only published? Both. Okay, so uh, libel and slander, right? Libel is written defamation and slander is verbal defamation, right? What if, you know, what if I go, oh, Jay's a dick, but... um. Yeah. That's a fact. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he Then you don't not. get in trouble with a fact. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> if you say, if you say, because we need, if you say allegedly afterwards, Jay's a dick, allegedly, does that put some space between you and getting in trouble? Oh, yeah, it's like washing your hands of her. Um, because right. I use it as an example of a publication in New Zealand, which most of the time is wrapping up fish and chips. But every now and again, they can write something and then write a retraction three days later after getting it wrong, and it's tiny in the corner and no one reads it. The the damage has kind of been done. Agreed. Hasn't it? I exactly agree with that. I think it's, our defamation laws are terrible like that. Yeah, but it's different from on the air, where the, the people have got twenty days to come and address. The Rock and say, well, you know, we think this is a, in breach of the broadcasting standards. That's different from defamation, okay? Um, I, I always advise people, when it comes to defamation, think about suing, then forget about it. Because all you're doing is dredging up the same old dirt that just insulted you the first time. Yeah, hard work to convict someone on it as well, right? Yeah. Rinse your funds. Here's the GPS one. My company has just introduced a new speed monitoring GPS to all of our work trucks and threatening us with disciplinary actions if the GPS picks up that we're speeding. A, can they do this? B, will they need to prove the accuracy of the system? And isn't it the police's job to take care of that, not the company's responsibility? We drive for a living. Obviously, you can't always be 100% on the speed signs, no matter how hard you try. Right, right. That's very interesting. Um, can they monitor you with GPS? Yes. Can they punish you for breaking the speed limit? Unless you agree to it, they can't. So, um, you know, and they can't superimpose it without your agreement. So my suggestion is go talk to management, say, well, what are you really after? You know, the vans don't do more than 100, so what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's niggly as well because if you're a truck driver, say for example, and you need to be, you need to line haul between, say, Hamilton and Whangarei and you need to do that four times, you're pretty much, you're hunting that speed, it's a target. That's right. You know, mm. and it's not that yeah. it's... And a company wants you to break the speed limit to get there either on time or earlier. That's what I'm trying to say is that there is yeah. pressure put upon those drivers to make sure that they make that run that many times uh, and when they don't, they get penalised for it. But now they get penalised either way. Yes, well, you negotiate. It's all wrong. They can't do it. They'll have to write into the contract, right? And you'll need to sign it. And yes. If that's a new added thing here. Yes. Uh, 3520 keyword law. I left a job and now my previous employer is spreading lies about me and making accusations behind my back that are unfounded. What can I do? Well, um, you can send them a cease and desist letter. Otherwise, you'll take, you know... Um, defamation proceedings that's one possibility the other one is to ignore it because it won't if it doesn't have any effect upon you don't worry about it another one here can I sue a city council for cash money 
as they made a mistake when issuing consent and were looking at about 10k to remedy. Mm. Uh, we need a few more, a bit more few information more there. Can you sue them for? Well, the answer is yes, you can in principle, but you know you have to have the money to employ the lawyers to do it in the first place. My suggestion is. Um, write a letter to the council and explain the situation and, you know, vent your spleen and then forget about it. 3520 keyword law. A friend of mine had his vehicle impounded for sustained loss of traction because of a video on YouTube. In the video, you can't see the number plate and only a few stickers, which they said matched his car. So they've taken it for 28 days, which is around about a $400 plus impound fee as well. Can police do this given there was no number plate in the vehicle? He was not driving the vehicle, but there was a blurry image of the driver. He has put in a written log of events saying he was not in the vehicle and the, at the time, which is true, can he be charged if the real driver does not come forward and plead guilty? Okay, so th- this is the rule. So you got seven days to contact the actual arresting officer, so to speak, um, who has impounded your car and presumably charged you with an offence. And then you can give them an explanation as to whether you were or weren't the driver and or whether that was or wasn't your car. And if they accept it, then they can release it. But you've still got to pay the impound fee. Is it one of those things, though, that you're having to do the police's job for them? I'm not saying that going and doing burnouts is a good idea, but at the same time, it's like your job is to prove that it was me, not for me to prove that it wasn't. Exactly. You're a... You make a great lawyer, so he's going to start his he's going to start his legal career tomorrow. Okay, so you're innocent until proven guilty. That's the fundamental principle, the presumption of innocence. However, in this case, you're guilty until proven innocent. So it's hard to get them to change their mind. They'll, they'll think it was you and that you're lying. If, yeah. your, mate, if your mate's not so shit, he'd just say, oh, no, mate, that was me. I was the one doing burnouts in it. Yeah, yeah I'll take no, it on the chin. Sick burnout, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny K, thank you very much, thank mate. Thank you for having me. It was really good fun. I appreciate it. He'll be back next Monday from 5. The Rocks, Jay and Dunk. Okay, producer Jeremy's in here. You found this absolute gem. This is um, from the Walmart winners' files. <laughs> I've never been to a Walmart. You've been to a Walmart, That's eh? So you sick. can buy what you call a two buck chuck, and it's like a two dollar US bottle of Savion Blanc. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's where I got my Black American man undies, the big long trunks that I'm it's quite often wearing at the moment. It's amazing what you can buy in bulk. Like, you can just get, you know, like a bag of corn chips, which is the size of your body. Yeah, be like your torso, be like a 5kg pack. Yeah. Like, everything is massive there. And cheap, too. Well, that so, would explain yeah. why there's this guy doing some weird stuff. So, he, he was arrested at a Walmart. He was walking around the car park, and he was yelling cold weather puns at people, because obviously <laughs> they got the cold weather going on. Um, one lady Sounds said... Sounds like a legend. <laughs> no, the best bit is what he was wearing. He was wrapped up in uh, Glad Wrap, yeah. and then he painted a hand blue to uh, be a character. So, because he wanted to look like Mr. Freeze from the Batman movies, and he was going up to people using the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> accent, and he said to someone, uh, this woman said, he told me he was going to change the stop sign to say, freeze. <laughs> so he's obviously into dad jokes. He also went up to another lady, um, and he said she needed to call it on the amount of makeup she was wearing. <laughs> Apparently she was so offended she's going to sue him. Oh, of course. That's, oh, it's America. Of course and, the, and the cops turned up and he said, why don't you chill out? Yeah, he said they needed to chill. <laughs> and then they held him for three hours and he just kept making puns. Like this. Just like this. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold. To your pleas of mercy.
You are not sending me to the cooler. Stay cool. Talk about your cold shoulder. All right, everyone. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Isn't it frightening that he was running the cutter in California for a while there? That guy there? The boss. Hey. The big dog. Not as bad as that ginger-headed prick from the... Um, that that money, 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 money show now running the entire country. Yeah, good, oh, yeah, point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You win. Jay and Dunk. Jay and Dunk with you. Saturday we were in Christchurch for the young, uh, the New Holland Young Farmers of the Year Awards. Bloody good night too, might I add. Oh, yeah, and just good humans all around there. It was bloody good. And uh, we we gave away our, the inaugural Battler of the Year Award, which we've got my mate Brett, or Snakey Boy at Woodpecker Science, to knock up for us. That was very popular. I think the, the winner of that, um, Jessie Waite, um, or Jessie Waitey, as she sometimes referred to, or as we now refer to her as Jessie Jackpot Waite, um, she's a great chat. She brought a lot, and I think the Jackpot chat is well worth a spin, possibly in some form of R18 podcast, because it's <laughs> bloody good. <laughs> anyway, good she's there. got a mantelpiece warmer uh, for the next little while in the massive trophy that was the Battler of the Year Award. Also had a little bit of time to fill um, at one stage throughout the evening. Which is why we've got um, Jax from Promos in here. Hang on, Jax. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm very nervous about this. Because we know you're single at the moment. Yeah. And, By choice, clearly. <laughs> and, and, and so we thought, well, we've got like 10 minutes to fill here. Why don't we give Jax away? We've got 10 minutes and 400 horny farmers. Why don't we see if we can match you up? And so, and this has already happened. You're looking nervous. This has already happened. Yeah. Um, so I dug out a photo um, and we put it on the big screen at the Young Farmers Awards. It's the one then, that you do in the horns. Yeah, you're like, shaka, doing the bloody <laughs> rock and roll horns. And then uh, we, we, Jay decided to try and get you someone that was really loaded. So he had some criteria he went through. So we said, everyone who's keen, and heaps of people stood up. And then Jay sort of started knocking off the poor people. Whittled them down. So basically the, it was... Um, because it was, you know, it's all farmers. So I, I chopped out the dairy farmers straight away because they've got poos on their arms and they get up early. God, you look after me, good. Right. Thanks, mate. Um, and then we went to um, Are You On A Station that's uh, more than 500 hectares. We're going to find out later that there are girls called hectare hunters. It's a real thing. They yeah. go after guys at big farms. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much you now. It's a legit thing. You're a hectare hunter. <laughs> She's really ruffled some feathers. Some chick just got right up my ass about that. She was like, wow, well, she sounds like a bitch. I was like, well, she doesn't even know I made the questions up, so pump the brakes. Um, and then it was, are you in succession to take over the station? They stayed up. Um, and do you have a helicopter, batch, or boat? And then uh, that that basically cleared the room to reveal not one, but two likely suitors. Yeah, hey, hey, good boys. And we said we'll chuck the bucket around, and we'll we'll get the flights and chuck them up in some accommodation. And uh, it is 2019, so there was uh, we were left with um, a young guy. Uh, from just out of Palmy, and a lovely young lass um, from the wider upper. Both so, good-looking humans. So depending on whether you want the hot dog or the bun, um, <laughs> we gave you the Super Bowl Sunday special. Oh, you guys look after me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking all the boxes. I know. Yeah. So we've got... Um, we did good. Should we say names? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but first names. Sure. <laughs> okay, just first names. Sean Taylor from the Munnell 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, and um, and Nikki Ruth Barton um, from uh, the Wider Upper. We're out that way. So Wellington. Go and do some Facebook stalking, see if we did well, and then we'll, we'll get this going mm. at some stage in the near future. How good are the options, though? I can tell you what, 
both incredible people, like first and foremost, because that's important. Um, and secondly, um, rich, which is sometimes <laughs> more important. Well, it just makes life easy, doesn't it? Good on you, Jackson. Thanks for helping us fill 10 minutes of the Young Farmers Awards. Hey, okay, no problem. Husband hunting at its finest. Yeah. yeah. Hard. Well, or wife hunting, you know, 2019, oh. 2019. Sorry, partner hunting. <laughs> that's right. That's Significant I was going to say hunting. people hunting, but that's not yeah. wrong. <laughs> Disturbed. Jay and Dunks drive home.